Blog Talk Radio. Well, praise the Lord and welcome to Blog Talk Radio. I want to thank our listening audience uh, out of England, out of Finland, out of Germany, Norway, Sweden, Romania, South Africa, Nairobi, Kenya, Egypt, Israel, Great Britain, Canada, United States, Mozambique, Trinidad and Tobago, Gorse Kingston, Jamaica, and Havana, Cuba. Our Sabbath starts at 6.30. We are a non-denominational apostolic ministries that believe in all of the Bible. We are not tradition. We are apostolic, and we definitely keep the Sabbath. Without any more interruptions, the Sabbath. Well, praise the Lord and welcome to Live Deliverance Internet Radio Ministries. Shalom. This is the Sabbath, the Shabbat, day of rest. I want to thank every last one of you who are listening to me on this live broadcast. This is a delayed broadcast because for some reason I can't stream live on Facebook. I have to wait till it's over and shoot it over off my uh, other site to put it over. But it is live right now at www.livedeliverance.com www.livedeliverance.com We are also in our Facebook streaming on a delayed broadcast and we're in Blog Talk, Erico 646 378 1857. I want to thank all of my supporters and I ask you for your continued your prayers and support for this ministry. We're going to begin to pray to start this off on the Sabbath day, the teaching about the Sabbath. It is a biblical teaching. And it amazes me to see so many so-called anointed men of God have even churches and they even know about the Sabbath and refuse to worship on it. But they want to do the same thing that Jesus do. Jesus said, what I should do, you should do. They want to cast out demons. You got pastors cast out demons on Sunday. And that isn't, Jesus never cast out any demons on Sunday. He cast them out on Saturdays. That's right. People all over the world worship the Lord in error. And it's amazing to me that I can't even get a conversation with pastors or people in position of authority to move that. And I want to thank Evangelist Janice Taylor. I ministered to her, and the Lord moved on me to ask her, do you know anything about the Sabbath? She said, Pastor, God is dealing with me with that. And she's moving her service to Saturdays, and she's a deliverance minister. That's how it's supposed to be. And I thank the Lord that was able to move on her. And I pray today that you will get some knowledge about this. This is a biblical commandment. It has not gone away. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come in the name of Yeshua, the Messiah, how God has anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed. Lord, use me as your oracle. Allow the power of the Holy Spirit to penetrate through my voice to teach the hearer. Your word says ye should know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. The Sabbath is a day to cease our creating, working with the creation, and appreciate what God has done in the world and is doing according to Genesis chapter 2. The Sabbath is a time to lay our burdens down and rest. We should not do any hard work 
on the Sabbath. That includes our entire family, even our servants and beasts who live amongst us. That's in Jeremiah chapter 17. That's in Exodus chapter 20. And it is also in Deuteronomy chapter 5. The Sabbath is a holy conversation that we should meet with worship and also with others based on uh, Leviticus 23 is holy day unto the Lord God. We should be reverent and show God that we love, honor, and respect his authority based on Psalms chapter 89 verse 7 and Habakkuk 2.20. The Sabbath should be a day of delight and rejoicing, a day which we forsake our thoughts and words for God's thought and words, Isaiah 55, 6 and 8. On the seventh day, God ended his work which he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had done. Then God blessed the seventh day. He did not bless Sunday and sanctified it because in it he rested from all his work which God had created and made. Genesis chapter 2 verse 2 and Genesis chapter 2 verse 3. Because God rested on the seventh day, he designated it a day to be remembered for all time. He says, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. He says, in the fourth commandment, six days shall ye labor and do all your works. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord, your God, in Exodus chapter 20, verse 8 through 16. The reason for Sabbath. In Exodus chapter 20, verse 11, it says, for in six days... The Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day, wherein the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Now even Jesus backs it up in the New Testament, he says in Mark 2.27, And he said unto them, The Sabbath was made for man, and not man for the Sabbath. Therefore, the Son of Man is Lord also of the Sabbath. I don't never hear a pastor say this on a Sunday. I don't hear I've been in church forty years and I have never heard any pastor would use this as an opening session to teach anything. They don't even they bypass the Sabbath as if they don't even exist. But they they can hear demons. They can give you a word of knowledge. It's amazing. And then they say the Lord tells me this and the Lord tells me that. You know, I had a, a gentleman told me that the Lord told him to vote for somebody. I'm not going to say the name. You know, I got I don't have nothing against who vote for what. I said, okay. What did the Lord tell you about your your wife being out of order? Public drunkenness. I had word of knowledge. God will alert us if we do anything wrong. How come these pastors are not being alerted? If they're so sensitive to the Holy Spirit, why they can't be sensitive to the Sabbath? It is in the Bible. The Lord don't have to come down and talk to you. Hey, this is my Sabbath, Pastor Wilmore. Please worship me on my Sabbath. It's in the Bible. But they're supposed to be instructors of the Bible. And you don't hear any denomination, not a Baptist, 
not the oh, definitely not the Catholics. They're the one who got rid of it. Not the Episcopalian, not the Creflo Dollars, the Eddie Longs, and the T.D. Jakes. All them fools is worshiping on a Sunday. I don't really like going to churches on a Sunday. I have people on my radio station. They they do their thing on Sunday, but don't expect me to be there because I, I don't I don't like worshiping on the Sundays. God convicted me with it. And I can put a I put the teachings on for people who want to hear it. If it's a Sunday, you can hear the word any day. I will never stop the word of God. But the effectiveness of using the Sabbath as a day to cast out demons is phenomenal. It is the most powerful thing that a minister can do is to line up with Christ as Christ did it, so shall we. But no, we want to pick certain things that we want to worship God in. We want to analyze. We want to debate. We want to see what, what my mama taught me something else. <laughs> you see, the traditions that we get caught up in is messing us up from understanding the truth. And I noticed that it hurts me to see churches that I even tried to call, communicate, and ask them, you know, to consider it. I got backlashed. Well, the Lord told me not to deal with that at this time, but we'll put it on the prayer list. That's some foolishness. In Mark chapter 3, verse 1, And he entered in again into the synagogue, and there was a man that which had a withered hand. And they watched him whether he would heal him on the Sabbath day, that they might accuse him. And he said unto the man which had the withered hand, Stand forth. And he said unto him, Is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath? day or to do evil, to save life or to kill. But they held their peace, and when he had looked around about on them with anger, being grieved of the hardness of their heart, he said unto him, Stretch forth thy hand. See, people have a hard heart when it comes to dealing with the Sabbath. It is a demonic spirit that presses into the believer. It is a soul tie, it is a religious soul tie of tradition. Turn to Mark chapter 7, verse 6. See, this is why you can... Now, see, I went all off what the Lord gave me. See, that's why you have to listen to the Holy Spirit. He said, you go back to the historical writings of the book of the Sabbath, but give some revelation concerning this, and, and mix it with demons. Jesus cast out demons on the Sabbath day. Mark 7, 6, and he answered and said unto him, Well, have ye side prophesied of you hypocrites? As it is written, this people honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. And this is why a lot of Christians don't want to deal with the Sabbath. Their heart ain't, and their heart's not in it, even pastors. But they, they can fast. They can teach about fasting. They can teach about holiness. They can teach about laying hands. They can do communion. They can sing and praise. They can have Pastor's Appreciation Day. They can have Anniversary Day, which is some foolishness because it deals with governmental works. But they cannot have a, a clinic on the Sabbath day as if this is something that God don't worry about. Well, who said that? The devil hates it. The devil don't want me to expose him at his weakness. Why, when we do exorcism on the Sabbath, that's a very potent day. I love to do exorcism on the Sabbath. We're easier, very easy. This is the day that the Lord did it. Jesus did it. And it's sad that people don't hear that in Mark 121. And they went into Caponium and straightway on the Sabbath day he entered into the synagogue and taught 
on the Sabbath day he taught. And this day he cast out demons. Jesus Christ did not cast out any demons on no Sunday. So let's look at this. Mark one twenty one. And they went into Caponia, and straightway on the Sabbath day he entered into the synagogue and taught. And they were astonished at his doctrine, for he taught them as one that had authority and not as the scribes. And there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, Let us alone. What have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Art thou come to destroy us? I know thee, who thou art, the Holy One of Israel. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Hold thy peace and come out of him. And when the unclean spirit had torn him and cried with a loud voice, he came out. That's the Sabbath day. That was not on a Sunday. In Exodus chapter 20, verse 11, For in six days the Lord hath made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that is in them, and is rested on the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the seventh day and hallowed it. The origins of the Sabbath, obviously, is the place to start at the beginning of the Bible. Pray that your flight be not in winter, neither on the Sabbath day. That's in Matthew 24, 20. Why is that? Because ain't nobody going to be doing nothing during the tribulation time, and you're going there with a baby on a Saturday, ain't going to get delivered. Jesus' observation of the Sabbath, and he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and his customs was he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. Read what? The Word of God. Luke 4.16, it was not on a Sunday. All these miracles was not on a Sunday, and it's so sad to see even deliverance ministers and Christians don't even want to take the opportunity to say, Lord, I'm going to do this on this day because you did it on this day. Why is that so hard? It's the devil blocking them. Some kind of blockage is tradition, and people just don't feel convicted about it. But they'll weigh you upside the head with fornication. You can, you can forgive. The Lord can forgive fornication. The Lord can forgive everything but blasphemy of the Holy Spirit and not keeping the Sabbath. I really believe that that's one of the most important uh, things that God would love us to do is to rest on that day to understand that he created this day for our vacation. He gives us a vacation on the seventh day every day, and people say they don't have a vacation. I rest on the Sabbath. I don't cook, clean up, or do nothing. I can teach because Jesus taught on the Sabbath. Now, it's 8 o'clock. Sabbath is over with now. It started at Friday at 6.30 and Saturday. Now, Shabbat is over. But the anointing is still here because it's, it just left. And behold, one came and said unto him, Good master, what good thing shall I do to have eternal life? And he said unto him, If thou wilt enter into life, keep the commandments. Well, the commandments is, Honor the Sabbath day. That's in, and Jesus said that in Matthew chapter 19, verse 16 through 17. And they returned and prepared spices and ornaments and rested on the Sabbath. Paul and Gentiles. And when the, G, and then when the Jews was gone out of the synagogue, the Gentiles besought that these words might be preached to them. The next Sabbath. That's in the Bible the next Sabbath, and the next Sabbath came almost the whole city together to hear the word of God. Acts chapter 19, I'm sorry, Acts chapter 13, verse 42 and verse 44. The son of Sceva, that was on the Sabbath, the synagogue. So anytime you see the synagogue in the Bible, the Jewish people worship on Saturdays. 
I got this revelation in 2004 when I went to Israel. I went there twice, and I got convicted. And I said, and the Lord told me, you, you're getting off from Sunday. It is now Fellowship of Deliverance Internet Radio Ministry. It will be that for seven years. After that, I want you to change it to LiveDeliverance.com. I honored Pastor Wayne Thompson, who was a good man of God. I love him. He was a, a, a preacher and a teacher. Operated in a lot of gifts, but definitely had some deliverance experience. And uh, they got away from it. I don't. I don't want to question why. What that's you know, but that was so long ago. I mean, people move on, but I'm in it because I started from there. And even when I was a child, I always dealt with exorcisms. What exorcism got to do with Saturday? Well, Jesus could do the exorcism. I just showed it to you in the synagogue. Not on no Sundays. It was the spirit of the Lord's day. It was the spirit of the Lord's day. It's the spirit of the Lord's day. It's the Sabbath. It's a spiritual holiday for rest, recuperation. It's, a, it's a, really a holiday. It's a day to celebrate with you and God, to rest in your work, to fellowship with your Savior, but not in America. You got people in Jamaica trying to use ram's horn they don't even know what that is they don't know nothing about Israeli history you got people that Christians that believe there's no such thing as Sabbath because they haven't been taught they don't hear it they would know Halloween more than ever know about Sabbath alright Exodus chapter 20 verse 11 the Sabbath for in six days the Lord made heaven and earth the sea and all that is in them is rested the seventh day wherefore the Lord blessed the seventh day and hallowed it the next one is Exodus chapter 31, 17. It is a sign between me and the children of Israel forever. For in six days the Lord hath made the heavens and earth, and on the seventh day he rested and was refreshed. Uh, Exodus 13, 17. Matthew, 22, Matthew 24, 22 says, And except those days should be shortened, there shall no flesh be found, and but one for the sake of the day shall be shortened. Now, what he's talking about is going to be destruction in times of tribulation, and we will still have to rest on the Sabbath through all that destruction. But God will cover us, and God has covered the Sabbath throughout time and throughout years. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter to the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father will enter into the kingdom. Well, what is the will of the Father? We know it's casting out demons, but what about the Sabbath? In the Old Testament, what about the Old Testament? We still, it's still applicable. There's only one thing in the Old Testament the Lord is just telling me to tell people, you don't have to have any more animal sacrifices. Jesus is the ultimate sacrifice. He took the place of Melchizedek. He's the high priest. And, you know, I really believe that the Lord is going to say, why you call me Lord, Lord, and yet you don't want to deal with my Sabbath? Now, anybody heard this, the blood going to be on you. Now you're going to be responsible that you heard it. Clearly, when the traditions of men conflict with the commandments of God, we face a huge problem, according to Jesus Christ. Let me say this again. Clearly, then, when the traditions of men can have conflict with the commandments of God, we face a huge problem. God going to win, and not you. The traditions of men versus the Sabbath. People know about the Sabbath and still don't want to rest on it. That's disobedience. Clearly, then, when the traditions of men conflict with the commandments of God, 
we face a huge problem according to Jesus Christ. Do you know that your willingness, your willingness, your willingness to keep holy the true Sabbath day, which God made holy, directs effectively on you whether or not you will be granted eternal life in the kingdom of God. Did you know that keeping the true Sabbath is and always has been a special test commandment in God's sight? Which day is the biblical Sabbath? Jesus Christ taught us, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God, Luke 4.4. 4. Jesus also made it clear that the Bible does not contradict itself. He shows that this teaching of Scripture is constantly consistent throughout the Bible, and this is why he said he's Lord of Sabbath, to keep it going. He would have notified it. He's the Son of God. Now, the Old Testament is nailed to the cross of the law, but not the spirit in the law. But the law can't do this, don't do this, this type of sacrifice. Yes, you can't sir. live under the law. The Jews tried it. And yes, God sent us his son Jesus prince. to be a mediator so that we can live in the freedom of God. But he did not take out the Sabbath. He gave us the Holy Spirit. The Sabbath is supposed to come with us. This is why you don't see no healing in the church. They ain't doing it on Sunday. How is God going to honor that? You see barely, you don't see no healing on Sunday. If any of you pastors want to try this and you speak in tongues and you know the word and you know how to cast out demons, why don't you move that thing on a Saturday, man, and see the power of God move with you? What is wrong with you, brothers? I'm talking to every one of you Christians out here. Why is it that this is so hard? This ain't hard. But Jesus said in John 10:35. The scriptures cannot be broken. You can't break God's scripture. That's in John 10, 35. You can't break his scripture. Trying to not recognize the Sabbath. He put it in the Ten Commandments. Then he put it in the New Testament. Well, where is it in the New Testament? Let me read it again to you. And he said unto them, Mark two twenty seven, The Sabbath was made for man, and not man for the Sabbath. So the Lord God allowed his son to keep it going. Jesus said this, therefore the Son of Man, that's Jesus, is Lord also of the Sabbath. So God wants us in the New Testament to honor the Sabbath. I don't know why this is so hard. The Apostle Paul explains this theme saying, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for corrections, for instructions in righteousness, that the man of God may be completely thoroughly equipped for every good work, 2 Timothy no, 3, sir, 16 through 17, if you are willing to believe these inspired statements, then you have no problem understanding the scriptures for the Bible teaches us about God's true Sabbath day. Then why you can't accept that? And you ones who cast out demons, you don't want to hear nothing about the Sabbath because you still want to cast out. Well, you can still cast out in his name. Why don't you be more obedient and do it on a Saturday? fact, it is one of the clearest and most easiest understood subjects in the entire Bible. If you honestly look at the facts and are not fearful about what other people think, remember that it's Jesus' day. He's Lord of the Sabbath. Many of the religious leaders or mind men or great nothing with educational and intellect knew that he was the Christ, but would not confess him for this very reason, for they loved the praise of men more than the praise of God, John twelve forty three, And some of you don't want to fall out of line with the Sabbath. 
I got to keep staying with the church. Pastor paid me on the payroll. Lord said, leave there. I'll see you somewhere else. <laughs> I don't see what the money coming in there. Worship him on the Sabbath. I corrected myself. And ever since I have been teaching on the Sabbath, the Lord Jesus has used people financially to keep me on air. I'm not rich. I live totally by faith. I only have $100 in my account. Yeah, I'm 61 with $100 in my account. Yep. I live day by day. I'm an ordinary man. I trust the Lord. I believe I've seen the miracles on the Sabbath. I've seen God bless me by defending this scrap Sabbath. Now, my origin is Roman Catholicism. I was Roman Catholic. And I remember uh, across the street, there were some sisters uh, that lived across the street from us. And uh, Yates, Mrs. and Mrs. Yates, they were Sabbath keepers. About four years ago, I saw Lorena. They grew, I grew up with her. And she, I said, I'm a Sabbath keeper. And they really liked it. That. Now, the seven days of vintage, they got the Sabbath right, but they got everything else wrong. <laughs> well, you see how the devil used it? Churches on Saturday speaking in tongues. Casting out demons, prophesying, and not even, doing on, not even dealing with it on the Sabbath. Something's wrong with that. Notice the teaching of Jesus Christ in Mark 2.23-28. Jesus allowed his disciples to pluck herbs on the grain to eat as they walked through the grain fields on the Sabbath. He was challenged on this point by the Pharisees who had added more than 60 logistical do's and don'ts to the Sabbath of their own human uh, understanding. But Jesus says the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. Therefore, the Son of Man also was Lord of the Sabbath, Mark 2.27-2.28. Christ did not say that the Sabbath was made for the Jews, but for man. He said the Sabbath, not Sunday, is the day he is Lord of Jesus. Did not give the slightest hint about abandoning the Sabbath commandments. Rather, he showed both here and in the verses that follow how to keep the Sabbath in a more meaningful way. Again, Jesus said that the Sabbath was made for man, for him to keep long before the Jews ever existed. At this, let us look at the inspired accounts when God made mankind and subsequently gave man the Sabbath in Genesis 1.1. We read in the beginning of creation, the heavens and the earth. The origin of creation may have been billions of years, but God put it in the Word. The seventh-day Sabbath honors the creator of our planet, our Mother Earth. That's why God instituted this weekly event so we would remember and honor the Creator, mankind, and our world. It's a birth certificate. The earth is given a birth certificate. That's all it is. It's a birth certificate. Please read Exodus chapter 20, verse 11, and Exodus chapter 31, verse uh, 17. Obviously, the place to start is at the beginning of the Bible the origin of the Sabbath. It tells us that God created the world world and worlds. There's more than one world. If you look at Hebrews 1-2, there are other worlds. Now the Lord gave me a revelation of how Satan hit the earth. As the atmosphere was turning, there was war in the heavens. Jesus said, I behold Satan fall out of heaven like lightning, and he fell to the earth. 
the earth actually was rotating because the sun rotates the moon and gravity moves the earth around and when the satan got thrown out of the heavens he hit earth that's how he got here he could have got to hit another world but there are other worlds according to hebrews 1 2 now let us take that god created the world and worlds we live on and our sector of the universe and this acts was accomplished in six days and then God chose to rest on the seventh day absolute proof from the Bible that Saturday is the Sabbath day Friday Luke chapter 23 verse 52 through 54 this man went unto Pilate and began to beg for the body of Jesus and he took it down and wrapped it in linen and laid it in linen and laid it in a sculptor that was hewn in stone, whether neither man before was laid, and the day was the preparation, and the Sabbath drew on Good Friday. Saturday is in Luke chapter 23, verse 55 through 56. And the woman also which came with him from Galilee followed after and beheld the sculptures. And the woman also which came with him from Galilee followed after and beheld the sculpture and how his body was laid. And they returned and prepared spices and ointment and rested the Sabbath day, the Sabbath day according to the commandments, Luke 23 through 55 through 56. In the end of, of the Sabbath, as it begins to dawn toward the first day. This is Matthew chapter 28, verse 1. In the end of the seventh of the Sabbath, in the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn toward the first day, that's Sunday, of the week came Mary Magdalene and others married to see the sculpture, Matthew 28, 1. This is why the Jews don't believe that Jesus was risen. Here's why. I'm going to show you why. Go to Matthew 28, 1. I'm going to get some people upset, but you're going to have to get the truth. I can care less what you think. I'm trying to help you. And you should know the truth. Now, if you want some truth, deal with this. If you don't want the truth, go ahead and leave, because don't let them demons make you get mad at God's word. Let me say this again. This is why the Jews don't believe that Jesus was risen. Matthew 28, 1 through 16. In the, in the end of the Sabbath, as it begins to draw toward the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the others, Mary, to see the sculpture. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stones from the door and set upon it. His countenance was like lightning and his raiment white as snow. And for fear of him the keepers did shake and became a dead man as dead men and the angels answered and said unto the woman fear not ye for I know that ye seek Jesus which was crucified he is not here for he is risen and he said come see the place where the Lord lay and go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead and behold he goeth before you 
and Galilee, there shall you see him. Lo, I have told you. And they departed quickly from the sculpture with fear and great joy, and did run to bring his disciples' word. And as they went to tell his disciples, behold, Jesus met them, saying, Ah, hell! And they came and held him by the feet and worshipped him. Then said Jesus unto them, Be not afraid, go tell my brethren that they go into Galilee, and they shall see thee see me. Now when they were going, behold, some of the watch came into the city and showed unto them the chief priests all the things that were done. And when they were assembled with the elders and had taken counsel, they graved large money into the soldiers, saying, Say ye his disciples came by night and stole him away while we slept. That's why they don't believe it. You see, anytime you will put a lie in some people bite it. The devil has put a hook in people not believing the Sabbath. The Bible says, give the devil no place, Ephesians 4.27. Why don't you tonight take these scriptures and go over this preparation day to see? The preparation day for the Jews was the day before the Sabbath day. Jesus was crucified and that was put to death on the third day, which we now call Good Friday. Saturday is the Lord's preparation day or the Sabbath day. The Sabbath arrives at sundown Friday and lasted till sundown Saturday. And early Sunday morning was the first day of the week. It was discovered that the tomb was empty and Jesus has risen. This is the day we call Easter Sunday. In Luke 4:16, and he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And at his customs was he went in into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood for to read Saturday, not Sunday. Jesus lived here amongst us on the world and on this earth for approximately 33 years. And this means that he participated in 1,700 Sabbath days. Yes, 1,700 Sabbath Saturdays, one a week for 33 years. Now, if Sunday was supposed to be holy, don't you think that Jesus himself would have told us? He never told us. He never told us in the Bible that Sunday is a holy day. See, the demons don't like the truth. And a lot of you Christians have demons that's blocking you from understanding the Sabbath. Some of you pastors, you don't want to get with, get it to teach people because they've been taught so long. You don't want to labor to get that error out of them. So that's why you'll go on a Sunday. But it's amazing that deliverance ministers and people can cast out demons on Sunday, try it on Saturday. Now think about it. Just because the Jews of 2,000 years ago also rejected Jesus and were scattered, does this mean that God canceled and blessed the seventh day and canceled that too? No. Jesus never blessed a single Sunday. Matter of fact, he worked on every one of those 1,700 Sundays because he was a Sabbath keeper. He didn't go to church on no Sunday. So why am I going to go to church on Sunday? I ain't thinking about doing it. Don't ever call me to go to your church on no Sunday. I'm not going. I will never come to a church on Sunday, ever. I will die before I step in a church on some Sunday. Don't even call me. Do not call me because I'm not coming. 
It may come as a surprise, but the seventh-day week was almost unknown amongst ancient cultures. It came from the antique thoughts of the Jews who persuaded it, surrounding nations described it. Even the Egyptians had a seven-day week, which was why the Jews had to be redeemed of it when their Egyptian captivity ended to keep the Sabbath going. The day comes from the rotation of our planet, the moon. From the moon circling the earth, the year, from around world going around the sun, but the week comes only from one place. God command to honor the seventh day. He spoke that day. It's Saturday, still Saturday. The Julian calendar was established and is in use for the Roman Empire forty years before the birth of Jesus. This is the very same calendar that we now use today, except there's been one change. Ten days was dropped back in 1852. But this did not accept nor alert the weekly cycle. Friday still followed Thursday, and Sunday still followed Saturday. Even nowhere, when we add a day for the leap year, it does not change the rotation of God's earth. This Saturday of today is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hebrews 13.8. He hasn't changed. How holy is Sunday in the Bible? Jesus of Nazareth. The very first thing recorded in the Bible is work done on Sunday. The first day of the week. This was done by the Creator Himself. If God worked on this day, how can it be wicked for us to work on Sunday? God commanded men to work upon the first day of the week. That's in Exodus chapter 20, verse 8 through 11. He commanded us to work on Sunday. He didn't say nothing about no Saturday. See, that's the world. Why don't you be different? That's not God. That's tradition. You've been traditionalized. That thing is so rooted in Christians. You know, it had to take the Lord for me to go to Israel to understand the Sabbath. Some people don't get to Israel to see it. I was like, what's, what's happening? Ruth said, what you mean what's happening? Ain't nobody going nowhere today. You ain't going to see Peter's grave. You ain't going to see Derek Prince's grave. I was looking to go see Derek Prince. She said, are you crazy? I said, Ruthie, what is the Sabbath? Now, I'm just learning the ministry of deliverance now, and God's sending me over here to teach me the Sabbath, and I've been in the deliverance ministry at that time six months. And did I have a lesson load to learn? And the Lord told me, don't you ever uh, worship me on no Sunday. And I ain't, that's why I don't go to church. Now, I'll be putting people on the radio to do their thing on Sunday here, but I'm, I'm going to tell everybody. I'm, so I got one more person telling me. He's a good brother. I love all of my people on the radio. I'm not mad at them because they, they still want to teach on Sunday. I'm going to still put them on there. God has to deal with them. But once they get this message, then God can deal with them. And then I turn it over to the Lord. You can't change people, but you can stick with the word. Wrong, wrong, wrong. God says Sunday. None of the patriots even kept it. None of the holy prophets ever kept Sunday holy. By the express command of God, his holy people used the first day of the week as a common working day for at least 4,000 years. God himself calls it a working day, Ezekiel 46.1. In Ezekiel 46, thus saith the Lord God, the gate of the inner court that looketh toward the east shall be shut, the sixth working day, but on the Sabbath it shall be open, and in the day of the new moon it shall be open. 
God did not rest upon it. He never blessed it. Not no Sunday. Christ did not rest upon no Sunday. Jesus was a carpenter. He had to work on Sunday. His history of his uh, carpentry work is in Mark chapter 6, verse 3. And worked his trade until he was 30 years old. He kept the Sabbath and worked six days in the week. He did many a hard day's work on Sunday. The apostles worked upon it during the same time. Sunday has never been a sanctified day. No law was ever given to enforce the keepers of it Sunday. Hence, it is no transgression, but it is of the devil, and it worked through the Catholic Church. The Church of Rome is the source of Sunday worship in Christian worlds today. The Roman Catholic Church, authorized by one of the popes to make an agreement with the Druids. The Roman Catholic Church changed the weekly Sabbath from Saturday over to Sunday. This change came about two to 400 A.D. time period. Around 200 A.D. there arose a dispute over picking one day during the year to honor Christ's resurrection. And Rome picked a Sunday for the latter when it went up and brought into the church, which Sunday is given now. The 40 days was designated to honor the resurrection. Then in the 4th century, the church made the decision to keep it back on Sundays and to stop Christians and Judaism on the seventh day of the week. The powerful Roman Catholic Church passed laws to enslave Sunday observance. Thus, they forcibly annulled the Sabbath day. And remember this is the same church that insisted that the gates and inquisition to be ensured to total obedience, as it will known as a historical fact, 500 100, uh, to 1,000 years, supported heretics which put to death by the Church of Rome during the more than 12 centuries of its domination and changing the Sabbath to Sunday. They dominated Europe. Not until 1965 did the Church of Rome stop calling Protestants heresies. They now deemed it fit to prefer the Protestant as separate brethren. This is crazy. Constantine, Pope Constantine, Sunday, Blue Law, that was written into the Catholic Church, Blue Law, Sunday Worship, 321 A.D. Sunday's Blue Law, lots of Christians walked that this event was oh so wonderful. Yes, it was good that Constantine helped end the persecution of Christians, but the law ordered people to break the fourth commandment. The questionable conversations of questions brought of a flood of pagan compromises into the Catholic Church, idol worship, mother goddesses, praying to Mary, and then the devil really got up in there. The Catholic Church fully admits that the establishment of Sunday as a holy day is completely their act. They admit that to this day. Study uh, Revelation chapter 17, verse 1. It deals with the Catholic Church and its harlotry. Uh, also read uh, the Ten Commandments of Exodus chapter 20, verse 3 through 17. The Catholic Church has changed the Ten Commandments as changed by the papacy. Commandments against images has been removed. The Sabbath day is replaced by Sunday. They altered that of the Ten Commandments is still in effect, but not as important as praying to Mary. See how this brings doctrines of devils into the church. The Council of Trent. It was at the council that the Catholic Church formulated the permanent fundamentalness of the Catholic creed. 
These series of sessions were held to consider the questions that had been raised and forced upon the intentions of Europe. By the Protestant reformers, the reformers had changed that the Catholic Church had austenized the truth and countenance the written word of the practices of the Pope to be became true, even over the Bible. But the Catholic institutions of the scriptures and traditions, the Bible is interpreted by the Church, and the reasons of it, Holy Father, the poor and bishops of the early generations followed the same foolishness. The Roman Catholic Church is found guilty of changing God's Saturday to Sunday. So what did Jesus say about traditions? Why do we are so transgressed to keep traditions more than the word of God? Study Matthew 15:3. Thus have you made the commandments of God of none effect by your traditions. And some of you right now, these are your traditions, not the commandments of God, and yet you call on God, yet you pray to the Lord, yet you ask him to forgive you, but yet you won't honor his day. You want him to help you. You want him to pay your bills. You want him to meet your finances. You want to be highly blessed and fair, but brave. You want to have generational wealth. You want to party. You want to ball, but you don't want to rest on the Sabbath. You don't even want to look at it. You're not even to read it. It's no importance to use it because the devil has got you so messed up. Did it take fasting and prayer for God to reveal to you to take heed to this commandment? Study Mark chapter 7, verse 6 with the commandments of men. Mark 7, 8 also. Mark 7, 9 also. Clearly that the Lord is pleased with us following his word than tradition. Now, let me say this here. And I want everybody to hear this. In the Old Testament, reference is made 126 times to the Sabbath. Seeking that the people of Israel have been keepers of the Saturday from giving of the law, which was AM 256 and AD 1839, a period of 3,883 years that Christians obeyed the Sabbath. Examining the New Testament from cover to cover, we find the Sabbath referred to 61 times. We find that the Savior selected the Sabbath Saturday to teach in the synagogues and to work miracles. The four Gospels refer to the Sabbath Saturday 51 times. Not one, not one has it been referred to Sunday. 51 times in the New Testament the Lord tells us about the Sabbath. In 1889, the United States Congress and the Supreme Court declared the country to be a Christian nation, passed the order that the World's Fair was to be closed on Sundays. The International Religious Liberty Association of the General Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church Movement was fighting to keep the Sabbath. Like I said, the seven days of Venice, they're good, but they don't have the Holy Ghost. They don't speak in tongues. Y'all need to get them to speak in tongues and hold on to the Sabbath and put it all together and we'll be okay. Amen. Now, from nineteen eighty, from eighteen eighty nine to sixteen eighty A.D. to nineteen eighty eight, between three thousand four hundred seventy eight years, the Catholic Church filed over existence one thousand years before the existence of the Protestant, by virtue of her divine mission, changed the day from from Saturday to Sunday. There's rallies have still kept this day a holy day to them. They rest on the Sabbath. Most Jews, are, 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 it's into Judaism, honor the Sabbath with the Shabbat. 
and we should honor it also. The repair of the breach is Christ. Isaiah 58, 12, and 14 says, Discuss an amazing prophecy that proclaims the glory and the importance of the Lord's seventh-day Sabbath and tells us that the last days will be restored. God wants to restore this before he comes. Read Isaiah 58, 12 through 14. The seventh-day Sabbath was introduced in the Garden of Eden and was intact from God's people until the Roman Catholic Church took control of Christians to bring us into darkness and depravity of this wonderful day that God has set aside. That's proof also in Genesis 25:6. It says that Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge and my commandments and my statutes and my laws. Abraham kept the Lord's Sabbath, Genesis 26.5. Therefore, it is clear that all the Ten Commandments existed from Adam to, to Moses. Sin is the transgression of the law, 1 John 3.4. Where no law is, there is no transgression, Romans 4.5. There was sin, is death, Romans 6.23. Death reigns from Adam to Moses. But the freedom for us to rest keeps us away from oppression. This is why God wants us to cover us with the Sabbath to heal the breach, to heal, bring any healing to the body, to bring healing to thy bones, to bring rest to thy soul. The Sabbath can provide you to say, Come unto me, O ye of heaven and laden, and I shall give you rest. Take my yoke upon me, for my burdens is easy on the Sabbath. Mark eleven twenty eight. You can come in on the Sabbath to get free from burdens of yoke. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty when Christ has made me free. Be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. These words and writings that I'm saying from the Apostle Paul, who had two citizenships, one was Jewish and one was a Gentile. He had two citizenships. Paul was beheaded. He wrote a third of the Bible. And Paul knew the Old Testament very well because he was a zealous man of the Pharisee and hated Christians. And God gave him the revelation of the Sabbath. In Acts 13, he cast out demons on the Sabbath. The apostles worship on the Sabbath. And why are we stuck with Sunday? Was the Sabbath nailed to the cross before we leave? No. Colossians chapter 2, 14 through 15 through 16 tells us that the handwriting and ordinances was taken out of the way, that it was nailed to the cross, and that we should let no man therefore judge you in meat or in drink or in respect of any holy day or of the new moons, are of the Sabbath days which are a shadow of things to come. It is still effective and implemented for us this day. Christians who endorse the Sunday worship say that this is the proof that is which God uh, regretted and neglected and took out of the Sabbath. That's wrong doctrine. That's spirit of error. And I have a lot of Christians that call me to tell me that foolishness. The law of ordinances that was nailed to the cross was the ceremonial laws, not the Sabbath. The shadow years Sabbath that was described in Leviticus chapter 23, 4-44 reads, Son to all these Sabbath pointed to the death of Christ. And these ceremonies was to have no further meaning beyond the cross. And that was why Paul said that they was contrary to Christians. You have to have the Sabbath. The veil in the temple was torn in half from the top to the bottom when Christ died on the tree. Matthew 27:51, And this indicated the end of the ordinances requiring animal sacrifice was over. But the Sabbath stood its ground.
clearly states that Christ abolishing the law of the commandments or attained the ordinances, nailing it to the cross, but yet implemented the Sabbath to Yeshua. That's why it was transferred to the Messiah to say he's Lord of Sabbath. Lord have mercy. The Ten Commandments was never called or ordinances and oracles. Steps in the Passionate and Passover ceremonies is no more needed. We have Jesus now as our mediator. Critics also like to point out in Romans 14 to say that God no longer considers the Sabbath day as a week, as a holy, blessed, and sanctified day. But the letters to the Roman church was merely an admission to the problems that was between two main groups, first century theologians and demons. Doctrine of devils have transmitted themselves into the church to move away from the teachings of the Sabbath. These doctrines of de demons come from intellectual mind, men, and great nothings of the Roman Catholic Church, who through the writings of their own intellect has written other scriptures outside of the Bible. This is where we get doctrines of demons. In 1 Timothy Chapter 4, verse 1 says, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, given heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Well, I believe that the demons use the Pope to move the Sabbath. And the Roman Catholic Church is guilty of honoring a day that God set aside as holy, where man interferes with the power of God. I tell you this day, it won't work. Everybody will be judged. Would you be judged for not accepting the Sabbath? Is it important to you? Will you ask the Holy Spirit to minister these things of what I've said to you tonight, to your spirit, to honor our Savior on a day that he's Lord over? Heavenly Father, Lord, we come in the name of Jesus. We ask that you forgive us for not understanding your Sabbath. We honor your Sabbath. We ask that the hearers be blessed. We come up against any spirits of tradition, rebellion, Catholicism that will block you from understanding this truth. And we ask that the hearer yield to this so that they can be in God's perfect will to rest and to be restored and to be healed. God can heal you on the Sabbath, heal your blood pressure. The Lord has told me to tell those who are sick to honor his Sabbath and that if you fast, one day on that Sabbath for seven days, one day and then the next day for seven weeks, you will be healed. The Lord will heal you, not me. Don't come sending me no money because I can't heal you. The Lord Jesus can heal you. Now, I want you to just start praying right now and just say, Lord, forgive me for not honoring your Sabbath. Do it now. Please do it. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We honor your holy name, Lord. We give you glory. You are the Son of God. You are Lord of Sabbath. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you said that prayer, God bless you. Give us a call, 646-378-1857. Come into the blog talk room, and we're going to turn this thing over and let Chaplain Durden give his comments. And anybody else would like to give comments, come to our blog talk room, 646-378-1857. We got some more teachings from Wang C. Thompson. As you can see here, this is my site. Go to LiveDeliverance.com. You can see a blue mountain with fog, nice trees, 
So I wanted to shoot to see this because people ask me, we go to the site, we can't find it. We are having a lot of hits at www.livedeliverance.com. People are coming back. In a, it's a blessing that I'm not on YouTube. I don't want to depend on any podcast. Live Deliverance will be doing some traveling. We're going to also are working on upgrading our site where you can see live visual contacts of demonic spirits. You can see the levitation. You'll be able to see the whole warfare. We're working out some legal things that we have to do with persons who's in the video. And that comes with the lawyers come in. I hate to be like that, but it is. And once we get that ironed out, we will put that on air for you. Again, sow a seed to us at www.livedeliverance.com. Tell someone about the radio station. That helps. That's marketing. Please tell somebody about this radio station. We have teachings of Dr. Derek Prince, the only man who's been that I know who has raised three people from the dead. Frank Hammond, the author of Pigs in the Parlor. Wynn Worley, Wang C. Thompson. Candace Durden, Emmett Overton, Evangelist Janet Taylor. We got praise and worship music. We have Derek Prince teachings. We have a lot, lot of teachings for you here at www.livedeliverance.com. God bless you. Again, sow a seed at livedeliverance.com on your lower left-hand corner. Sow that seed and keep us on there. God bless you. Have a wonderful evening. God bless. Many roads right there before me Looks enticing But I know that's not what God wants for me Won't go no further Unless I know He's leading me Took five steps forward But lost ten steps because of me I made a decision That my life is gonna be about God I may not be famous Cause I wanna sing a righteous song Don't worry about me My problems won't be money It's better to please God Than having everyone bowing at my feet So I'm going down on money I'm begging you to help me Cause I am nobody When you're in my I'm begging you to help me Cause I am nobody When you're in my life I feel free I feel free I feel free When you're in my life, Lord I feel free Feel free I feel free Oh yeah Back in the days righteousness was thou shalt not But now in these days we sin And now it's hard to stop 
you got your breakthrough, but a few days later you're back. Because you didn't feed your spirit and flesh was all you got. I made a decision, I gotta lose some of my friends. Change my number, that life has come to an end. Can't listen no more to those songs that's fighting against my spirit. I'm walking away and I'm not looking back. Falling down on my knees, begging you to help me.
Now to say thank you, O King. You're not just a part of my life, but my everything. Your love reaches way down deep within, passes human understanding. There will always be a song for you, I sing. One word alone just can't express my heart's desire Gratitude for one more day my needs supply Your warm embrace and tenderness Patience with me through all my mess I come to one conclusion You are the best
did it. It's what you do. I had no one should I give it to him. What do you do it? Is this the one?